Hey, it's Megan from Indianapolis, and I approve this podcast. Hey, it's Megan here. Today we're throwing it back to some of the best moments of Tony and Ryan for 2023. The guys are on holiday at the moment, but we'll be back before you know it with some brand new episodes for 2024. Today we're going to be taking it back to Tony and her harrowing hotel bathroom experience. But first up, one of our most scandalous confessions. This is Top Confessions. Um, I actually just saw this one on the internet. Um, <laughs> I heard my neighbor moaning one morning and it was hot and I started wanking while I was listening to her. I found out later that the girl was out of town and I was actually just wanking to the sound of a pigeon. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> Which, well, that's what a pigeon sounds like. What would a, a sexy moan sound like? People have asked me to pull back on the sexy moans, haven't they? Uh, They're not uh, similar. That's not the same thing. As a pigeon. But thanks for confessing nonetheless. All right. This is a sexy pigeon. That is a sexy pigeon. Yeah. You are a sexy pigeon. Thank you. You can sexy fly bird. over and shit on my roof. You can sit in my nest. You can keep my eggs warm. You can- um, The confessor is not going to be the- You can throw up into my mouth. You can ruffle my feathers. You can steal my shiny things. You can use your twigs to build my nest and hair and spit. You know how birds use like hair and spit and stuff for a nest? If you don't stop, then the confessor isn't going to be the only one wanking off to the thought of a pigeon. (laughs) But it's a pigeon with my face. Yeah. (laughs) We will make a video and that's what it will be. (laughs) Write that down, everyone. (laughs) Um, Here's a confession from Atapa. And again, this is people that listen to our podcast. Mm -hmm. So, we have a brand new page on our website, www.tonyandryan.com slash pages slash confessions, I think is the website. Uh, And it is fully anonymous. So, you can put anything you want in there, (laughs) if you know what I mean. And uh, we don't know who it was. It's like a glory hole. Forgive me, Tapa, for I have sinned. I think I've killed an old lady. Yeah. No, please, I need a moment. What? Mm -hmm. What? Yep. This has been on my mind and conscious for years and I still feel horrible about it. Years? Okay, judgment-free zone. Sure. Okay, uh, so I'm just going to try and pull back the uh, – pair back my okay, – I can't. I really can't. I mean, look. killing old ladies is a, a thing worthy of being sh- – like, you know, Shocked you're allowed over. to have your emotions. Yeah, but this person has trusted us with their confession. But years, okay. No one in the world knows about this except one other person who was there in the moment and they've – Sworn each other to secrecy, but the Tarpa has just said it's just been on my conscience, and I just, I just need to tell someone because it's eating me up inside, and I feel awful. Pause. Who would you trust in that moment? Say some shit went down, and like who would you who would you pick to be by your side that you know like would never spill? Torbs. <gasps> Torbs is actually a great person. He would never say anything. Yeah, he's a fucking lockbox. That guy. He actually is. Yeah. Who would you? Would you tell me? Mm-hmm. 
I the only reason I wouldn't tell so Torbs would obviously be my number one. Yep. Not only because he'd probably likely be there if something yeah. was going down. Yep. The only reason I wouldn't do you, and it's not because I don't fucking trust you with my life, because I absolutely do. Mm. Love you like a brother. I think that's very clear. Don't say it like a brother. The yeah. <laughs> Brothers don't fuck it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, is this supposed to be a beautiful okay, moment? Okay, it's supposed to be a beautiful moment. The only reason I wouldn't do you is because we talk t- like in front of thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of people for a living. Yeah. I feel like we wouldn't be able to resist the urge of going like, oh, so the other day I was driving down the highway. Remember that time we were driving down the highway anyway? And, and uh, like, don't mention the time I killed the guy. Yeah. So that's where I think that maybe that would, yeah, nah. we would come unraveled. Well, I think- I would never ever say, but I would threaten to say all the time. Yeah, and so yeah. I wouldn't be able to live I, with like, that. Like, I can't live with that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I'm not offended at all. Yeah, so I feel like, to- but I like that Torbs was your first. Do you like Torbs? <laughs> Do you like him? Yeah. Do you actually, like, would you ever, like, hang out with Torbs, like, without me? Like, because I've hung out with your wife heaps. Like, you we've and gone my out wife for- work together. But we've, like, gone out for dinner and Remember stuff. Remember that time you guys drunk called me and were like, can you pick us up? We're wasted at the wine bar. And it was 5.30 on a Wednesday. Yeah. I do remember. Well, PM barely. in the barely. afternoon. Yeah. Um, would you, you hang out with Torbs We could get a online? kebab. Yeah, I'd hang out with her. Would you? Are, you? are you trying to set up a no, date? No, I'm just like. Me and Torbs hang out all the time. But just the way that just then you, like, so confidently said Torbs. Well, like, you know how when I'm at your house and then you like, oh, i got to go to the bathroom, I had a coffee, and you go on for half an hour. Yeah. Like, me and Tobbs are hanging out there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, you'd pick Tobbs. This person has their friend, they're sworn to secrecy. Well, it's not a friend, it was a colleague, and <gasps> let me explain. I was working as an assistant nurse, and we were down on staff. So, myself and a qualified nurse were giving, like, bed baths, like, helping the- Like a sponge bath. Yeah, thing. and it's a, a very older lady who's in the final moment, you know, yeah. stages of life. Yeah. And uh, I was washing this one old lady when I rolled her towards me and completely pulled her shoulder out of its socket. Oh, my God. And, I mean, that, I mean, that kind of stuff would happen a lot, right? I bet um, the tarpa explains- I'd been completely overworked, highly stressed, and I just panicked and I saw her in pain. I didn't know what to do. What would you do? Fuck. Um, Oh, my God. It's late at night. There's not many people around. There's you and another nurse. You're stressed. You don't know what to do. You're instant like, what do I do? I mean, if you can pop a shoulder out, you can pop it back in, right? So she popped the shoulder straight back in. Especially you're like you're low on. Surely that is what you would do. She popped the shoulder in and the lady died within the hour. Now, a dislocated shoulder, like I've had three shoulder reconstructions. Yeah, you got a fucking gnarly scar from them. Got yeah. a couple, yeah. It's the most excruciating pain really? you can ever experience. Really? It is so painful. Like the ball comes out of its socket yeah. and it's like bones scratching other bones on the inside and it's like sharp and you're trying to like get it back in the socket. Okay, so that was going to be my question. What about it hurts? So- and your arm's heavy. Like, you know, when you've got a dead yeah. arm, you can, like, feel yeah. it. So, it's also just that the weight of your arm, like, yeah. not being in the right spot. Fucking hell. So, the lady rolls over. Her arms falls out of her socket. She's in excruciating pain. She doesn't know what to do. She pops it back in and then the lady dies. So, let me continue reading. Now, I'm not saying Shit. the dislocated shoulder is fatal uh, or that I should be trialed for murder. <laughs> Uh, the nurse and I triple checked that her dislocated shoulder and her death had nothing to do with each other. But to this day, myself and the nurse 
and the lady uh, are the <laughs> only people who know about the situation. And the lady's not going to say anything. The family came in and they were like, oh, was she at peace? And I went, yep. Even though all I could remember was holding her limp arm that was temporarily unattached to her body while she was screaming in pain. Not a single person knows about this and the other nurse has done everything in her power to keep it that way and I've never told a living soul, but it's been eating me up inside. And then I decided I needed to tell someone and that's why I'm anonymously messaging the Tony and Ryan podcast. Um, Fuck, that's heavy, eh? And I'm actually here to tell Anonymous Tarpa that she doesn't have to be worried because let me give you some insight. Uh-huh. And I don't know if this is a weird thing to say. Yeah. Because she thinks, oh, you know, she died in extreme pain and blah, blah, blah. Having dislocated her shoulder, like I said, it's the most extreme pain ever. Mm-hmm. You know what the greatest physical thing I've, like, ever experienced in my life? What? It's the feeling of your shoulder going back in. Oh. Because your body is, like, adrenaline sending these like nerve twitches like your whole body's like in shock like i remember yeah. when i did it once i was like i could barely walk because i was just like my body was spasm but then when it goes in it's like this strange like satisfaction yeah but like it's like a beautiful calm imagine scratching an itch times a million you know right. and then the adrenaline just like it almost like it washes off you and you'll never be more calm and relaxed and in peace mm-hmm. than that feeling so when she goes oh she died in pain i go actually nah she probably didn't it's the opposite and it's maybe not something you need to feel bad about for five years and and hold on to yeah i think that they didn't do anything malicious no like the the two people that we're talking about here yeah they didn't they didn't kill someone they didn't you know give her the wrong medicine or you know like there's a lot of things that could go wrong as a nurse, right? That if you are overworked and understaffed yep. and stuff, I don't, I, I don't think you need to feel bad about that. Was was there? Any, uh, you probably don't know this, but like just going through my mind at the moment is like, was there anything else that could have like was the woman already kind it, of the, dying the, from the w- something else? I've left a few details out, but the the ward she was. The old lady was in. It was, was like palliative care. It was towards the end of right, her life. Okay. So it was sort of, if it wasn't today, it might have been tomorrow kind of right. vibe. So, um, oh. uh, no, I don't think I can understand why you feel really scared about that. Yeah. And I think it was nice of them to to tell the family like she was at peace, even though at the time she wasn't really sure because like the fam, like this is awful, but at that time it doesn't make any difference to, to this yep. lovely old lady. Yep. But the family, like, they live forever thinking about when their mum or grandma passed away. So I think it was not that, you know. Oh, how? But, like, legally, don't they have to write uh, write down? So we're not, we are not, we don't know who this tarper is. Like, we're not defending anyone. We're just talking about (laughs) this. You've got a U turn? No, just because I don't want anyone to be like, oh, well, that's okay. I don't think she's done anything wrong. What about this? Well, actually, I don't know who it is. But, like, but (laughs) legally, don't you need to, like, wouldn't you need to like cite that that had happened, or if I'd no time for paperwork in that? I don't know. I'm guessing if you pulled someone's arm out of its socket, you'd probably mention that. So, but I could also 100 percent uh, appreciate not wanting to. Question. God forbid. Yeah. This is your family member, right? Yep. Would you rather know that that had happened, or would you rather not know? 
Well, the family asked the nurse, was she at peace? Yeah. And so, what's the alternative? Actually, no. She had a horrible death and her arm was laying on the floor. Yeah. Like, Don't lie to me. I, yeah, lie to me. Yeah, I, th- I feel like th- like exactly what I said. I yeah. think that that's the right thing to do by the family. If it had been something more serious, then obviously, like, legally, like, you yeah. fucking have to say something. But I think, yeah, I, I, I'm really- Feel bad for the woman, but I feel bad for the Tapa who's confessed this anom- anom- What's well, a big way to be? So, uh, sorry, uh, how? Sorry, they- anonymously. <laughs> sorry, that was a fucking struggle. I'm very, I'm really taken aback, and I don't really know what to say because there's obviously like legal implications of these kinds of things like happening slash going wrong. But I can. Is there? And you don't have to say what it is, and it obviously won't be as significant as this. But mm-hmm. is there like anything? that has been a weight on your shoulders for like a long time that might not have need to have been and it wasn't a big deal, but just something that just pops up in your memory annoyingly from time to time. I parked my car in a really shit spot and ended up like crashing in a car park like when I was really young. Mm. And it's just like like I backed into a thing and I was just like so dumb because I, I parked in the weird and I just was really new to driving. Yeah. And still I'll like- think about it and just cringe. Yeah, right. What, how old am I? 35. 17 years ago. Fuck. And I just go, oh, fuck, that was dumb. I should have just gone the other way. Yeah. And it's just this dumb weight that oh. I always go, oh, what have I? I've definitely done dumb stuff. Like, yeah. I'm not going to fucking say that I haven't. I've also, you know, like backed into a bollard in a fucking park, like car park and shit, you know, like. Remember the first time you met my mum and you drove yeah, into the tree in the driveway? drove into the tree in her house, yeah. Um, in my old car, obviously. Um, <laughs> not my new one. Um, but. Mate, you would have burned that tree down. How dare you touch my outing? Fuck off. The thing about me is. I actually can't hold on to stuff because it makes me physically sick. Yeah. So if something bothers me, it festers yeah. and I actually can't live my life. Why th- do you think that's maybe why um this tarpa has gone? I just need to say someone. It's yeah. been it's been festering. Cause so even like even yeah, something as small as yet driving into something, I'd get home and go, Mom, I did something really stupid and like, you know, it would be easy to like not tell her or whatever, yep. but I just needed to like say it. Yep. And so to answer your question, do I have anything like that? I've obviously done dumb shit, but there's nothing that I've haven't been truthful about or like shared with somebody yep. or whatever because I actually I get physically ill if yep. I lie and if I you know, I just can't hang on to stuff. Tonyandryan.com.au. Look for the confessions button. Yeah. Keep them coming. Lost arms and jizzing on pigeons. <laughs> Bit of a U-turn between the yeah. two, wasn't it? Bit of light and shade. <laughs> hey, it's Megan from Indianapolis, and you're listening to the Tony and Ryan podcast. So I went to Sydney last week and I signed 3,028 books. How was that? Insane. Like, it was did insane. It actually, the, like, did you have a sore hand? But like, did you actually have a it sore hand? It was so painful. Yeah. So it was like all like my forearms yeah. because from like 
the repetitiveness of yep. the holding the book open, signing it, and then moving it on. Yeah. Um, and you know where you hold a pen and it kind of rests on like between your. Um, but you know when you're holding a pen you and it kind of done. huh? Yeah, last week. You look great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now put them down and stop fingering. Sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was actually quite painful, but it was really good. They said that I was like the fastest signer they'd ever had. They'd never said that to anyone. No. So it's pretty impressive. Anyway, so we are traveling heaps and I'm not a very good traveler no. because I just like being at home. I like being in my own bed. Yep. I like having Pippi at home with me, like being with Torbs, everything. And when you're at home, you don't have a hard deadline of when a gate opens yep. or when doors close yep. or what time you're supposed to arrive. Yeah. Uh, the news on TV at home doesn't get delayed. No. Nah. By you, some weather event? No, you just- It's on at six. You know that everything's just on, it's got its place, you know yep. where everything is. I'm the same. And um, and we were talking about this off air, like just to each other, that when you and I travel, um, we can just book it. So we go, oh, we need to do something, literally, you and I just book it because it's just the two of us, right? Yes. But because I was going for a book trip with my publishing house, mm. they booked everything for me. Yep. And it was kind of like- it was a lot of back and forth, but it was also like, oh, I'm a fancy girl. They're booking everything for me. And they're like, oh, Miss Lodge, this will be at this time and someone will come and pick you up here and whatever. Yep. And that sounds great. But as someone who likes to know exactly where I'm going, likes everything to be just so, I'd actually rather take care of it myself, so you know? one thing I learned early about you is that when I go, oh, don't worry about it, it's all taken care of. You will worry about it because you need to know. In my head, that's a question mark. Yeah, it's not a full stop. It's not a tick. It's yep. a question mark. Yep. And so when they go, oh, Tony, we've organised everything. You don't need to worry about it. That's not how you make Tony relax. No, it isn't. You send it a 57-page document yep. with a minute-by-minute playbook. Yes, and also it's the same as like- if you say to me, this is organised, I've got X, Y, and Z, that's a tick. Yeah. But you going, it's taken care of is just nothing to me. I'm yep. like, that's still like unfinished. Yep. Anyway, so I was supposed to be flying up to Sydney and they had all this really bad, crazy weather. It was really humid and really fucked yep. and whatever. So my flight out of Melbourne got delayed probably three or four times. And then when I finally got on the plane, they were like, oh, my God, it's going to be delayed again. So it's just a fucking whole thing. So I had dinner planned. So I flied out. Flight out. I flew out Thursday afternoon yep. um, and I was supposed to meet uh, all the people from my like publishing and publicity team from Alan and Unwin for yep. my book um, for dinner at seven. They pushed our plane back, pushed our plane back, pushed our plane back. All of a sudden, I'm meeting them for dinner at 8 p.m. And I had to go straight from the airport oh. to dinner. I get oh. off the plane in Sydney. It's humid as fuck. My hair is huge. You've been stressing all day. I've been sitting in the fucking airport for three hours trying to fucking get around, like such a pain in the ass. Anyway, and I'm like, cool, I'm going to meet them for dinner. And I was really excited to meet everybody because I hadn't met them in person. There's those people that you've probably spoke to on email and Zoom and fucking whatever, but you never actually got to. But I hadn't sat down with them. And um, so I fucking, I trotted off to dinner. I yep. got a taxi straight there. I've got my luggage. I'm steamed from the day. Yep. Like, I'm just fucked. And it's so fucking hot. And we're sitting in this restaurant. It's one of those cool, like, lofty, warehousey restaurants. Yeah. And you know what warehouse slash lofty equals? No aircon. Because the roofs <laughs> are so high, right? Yeah. So there's no fucking aircon. It's fucking boiling. We're sitting there. And as soon as I saw them, I was like, oh my God, so great to see you. We ate all this delicious food. We were drinking cocktails and whatever. Yep. But because I didn't meet them till so late, we didn't finish dinner till like 11 o'clock. Ugh. That's I go to bed at like nine thirty or ten. Right. 
Like, so it's a big girls' so night out on a weeknight. It's a girls' night out. Yeah. And how, like, how much do you drink? Because you're also not a massive drinker. Like, I probably had three cocktails. Fuck. Yeah. So when Tony has, mm, I'm going to say two thirds to three quarters yep. of a cocktail. Yeah. Anyone's. Yeah. Half of one. I'm yeah. like, my a legs get hot. Of gin. Yep. <sighs> Fucking take me home. Yeah. So I'm eating and I'm drinking and yep. being fabulous, whatever. And um, and I was like, fuck. It's like eleven o'clock. I've got to get back to the hotel because we've got a massive day tomorrow. I've got yeah. to sign fucking 3,000 books. Um, anyway, so they they book me an Uber and they pop me in the thing and I go back to the hotel. I walk into the hotel and there's one person walk- working on reception yeah. but like five people waiting to check in. At 11 At 11 p.m. So I don't know whether- Where, the rest of you, where have you guys been all day? Probably doing the same as me. Got delayed in their flights. You also and would then- have been in a restaurant drinking booze. Yeah. Oh, I saw you guys at the table next to us. We should have shared a cab. Now, after a long, stressful day and some cocktails, yeah. are you a bit like slurring your voice or are you more like agitated and a bit anxious <sighs> and a bit like, get this done? Or are you chatting to the people like, hey, man, how are you fucking going? I'm fucking <laughs> published off. I'm going to sign 3,000 books tomorrow. What are you doing in town? I'm kind of like Fast Game's a good game. Yeah, okay. Like I just kind of wanted to get in. Yeah. and like um, I've, I've had enough of today? Yeah, I was just a bit over it. I was yeah. really tired. And anyway, so I'm standing in this line for probably 15 minutes because you, know, mi- you know everyone's got a different issue, right? Oh. You know what Has I mean. Has the email like, come through from the booking it, whatif.com? Yes. Oh, I what's your reference? This room. Oh, it's X Y Z, but you've got Z Y X. Like, what's the pro- yeah? A hundred percent. And then everybody goes, oh, any chance of an upgrade? You know, everyone's trying to do the same yeah. sly thing, and they have to do the speech. Yep. So on the third floor is the restaurant, and if you go through here, yes, this and blah, 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 the blah, lifts are to the, the right, right, and fucking yeah. You if press you nine for this, and then if you need any ice, it's on the fucking this on the whatever. Yep. Anyway, and I get to the front of the line. Finally, I've fucking like my hair is massive, like. It's so fucking humid. And he goes, what name's the reservation over under? And I go, "Uh, Tony Lodge. And he goes, hmm, nothing under Lodge. And I was like, oh, it might be. Felicia? (laughs) It might be under Blah from the publishing house. And he goes, "Mm mm-mm. And I go, Alan and Unwin? Mm Mm-mm. And I go, oh, another name? And he goes, "Mm mm-mm. And I was like, fuck. And he goes, do you have your booking reference? Do you have a receipt? Do you, yeah. <laughs> what is this, the post office? Um, he goes, do you have your booking reference? I was like, oh, yeah, I've got the email here. Yeah. I opened the email and realised immediately that my hotel had been booked for the Thursday before, not the Thursday that I was there. But the week before? Yeah. So it was supposed to be like the 9th of Feb and it was booked for the 7th or uh, the 2nd yeah, or something. Oh, my like, God. Right? It's fucking 20 past 11. I'm full of food. I'm full, full of booze. booze. You've got my hair's huge. <laughs> it's grown fifteen more centimeters yeah. in the line, and I'm standing there, and I was like, "You're fucking kidding me!" I'm so, like, "I'm so tired." Is it like a deflated, depleted, or are you like, "Fuck, what the fuck?" Like, are you starting to panic? Well, I'm kind of like, "What am I gonna do?" Am I sleeping on the street tonight? Yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, can I just pay for a room or give you my card?" Yeah, and they can How? deal with it. I want to be in a bed in six minutes. Literally, How? tell me what you require. It's Do they like, have a spare room? He goes, oh, we actually might not have any rooms available. And I was like, um, okay, let me call the publisher. Yep. Like, let me call my work yep. and see what the goal is. And he goes, I'm really sorry, but, like. There's people in the line. There's people in the line. I'm going to have to ask you to move to the site. Like, do not take a phone call here. And I was like, oh. 
okay? So I step out of the line and turn around and realise there's like another five people behind me. And they're cleaning out all those rooms you want. Yeah, exactly right. So I move to the side. I call them. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. Like, what can we do, blah, blah, blah. And because I'm starting to get like a little bit anxious mm. and a little bit stressy. You're flustered. I'm like sobered up, but like I start to get a bit of a tummy ache. Oh, no. Because I've eaten all this food, I've travelled. I'll be the same, a bit of stress, all that stuff. I'll be like, all that stuff combined. It's late at night. I was just fucking, I was ready to fucking go to bed and do some other stuff. Anyway, so I join back to the end of the line. They go, oh, we'll do a chargeback form. Just get to the front of the line. um, Just talk to them again. I was like, I'm going to have to wait in the line again. So So then I went back and lined up again. I had to line up again. Did you have to? Um, Or was that polite, Tony? Well, nobody went like, come back. Like, oh, yeah, that's you know what I mean? You know, no one went, oh, sorry, this woman has been in the line already, you know. Did you loiter near the front? Um, I did for a minute and they just didn't, they like made eye contact with me but then didn't say anything. That's so I was up. like, cool, I'll I just go like back to that. I feel like that's on the guy to kind of go, oh, how'd you go? Yeah. But so. So you find that for another 10, 15. So I joined the line again, yeah. right? But by this time it's like 11.40 and the guy that I'd spoken to has gone on dinner or finished his shift. Oh, fuck me. Right? Yeah. So then I've got the to explain. The night shift has come on. Let me tell you, as a former night shift worker at a hotel, they're not the brightest bunch. <laughs> That's where they go, fuck, this guy's a bit of a liability. Let's chuck him on the night shift. Because they probably only have to deal with like 10 people oh, instead of even. like 50. Yeah. I did night shift. I didn't speak to a single person. Oh, fuck. Well, this guy had to deal with me. But I had to, <laughs> but I had to re-explain <laughs> the whole situation. Yeah. And, and so he goes, no, I can't find it. Literally. And then I'm like, okay, so the person from my work has just called. Yep. What's going on? Like, I just need, can you just give me- a key to a room so that I can go and shit myself and have a shower. <laughs> like, I just I just need you to fucking give me a room. Yeah. Anyway, he goes, oh, not sure what we have. Scrolls for what feels like fucking 45 minutes. Yeah. He goes, okay, here's your key, blah, blah, blah. I walk upstairs, open the door. I'm just so fucking thankful. But it's a room with a single bed in it. Was that? I was like, they make single beds still? Yeah, that's fucking, I wouldn't have thought that would exist. But in a hotel, who like who books a room with two, like, so random. So it was just one single bed. Sorry, it was two single beds. Oh, okay, righto. But that's like, good. so weird. Anyway, uh, but I was like, you know what? It's fucking almost midnight. Who the fuck cares? I'm just sleeping here. Yeah. And I was waking up early the next morning for work. Anyway, yep. as long as there's a toilet and a shower, like, who fucking cares? Yep. I throw my stuff on the bed, yep. rip my dress off, and- Take care of my do what you need to do. Rich food and travel. I'm tummy. just glad that you made it to the room because I was getting nervous about that hotel for you, to be honest. And I like go to the toilet and I'm naked, right? Because yep. it's fucking hot as fuck, and I'm cranked the aircon up. My shit is everywhere just because yep. I came. I mean, in, you I, like your clothes? Literally, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like, not be, my actual yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, and then my phone rings, and it's the publisher. Yeah. And she goes, oh, my God, is everything okay? I've just spoken to the hotel. And she goes, oh, we paid for a king room. Is that what you got? And I was like, oh, it's two single beds, but it, like, is totally fine because I'm just sleeping here and I want to go to bed literally yeah. right now. It's fine. And she goes, oh, my God, no, I'll call them. I'm so sorry. Uh. And then a matter of minutes later, reception, um, she obviously calls reception, then calls me, and then she goes, they do have a king bed available. And I was like, honestly, it's really fine. She's like, nope, they're already on their way up to help you with your luggage and to walk you to the new room. And we are- I, But I, she goes, <laughs> she goes, don't touch anything. Yeah, yeah. Because they <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to resell that one. Yeah. And uh, she, what did you do when you walked in? 
threw my shit everywhere, ripped my dress off, destroyed the toilet. <laughs> I uh, realise I'm well, not. How well ventilated was the room? Not great. Like so, Hotel rooms don't open, do they? No. So is it, okay, what am I trying to ask you without being too graphic? If someone yes. walks in. Yep, you know. <laughs> I can't smell at the moment because of my long COVID yep. and I could smell it. <laughs> Was the air, th- would you describe the air as thick? thick? You could see it in the air. <laughs> and I realised, though, that I'm naked. It stings. And my shit's, because I ran upstairs and, like, ripped everything off because I was in a rush. Like, like, there was a pressing fucking. It's like your suitcase spontaneously just <laughs> burst open. open. Yeah. And so I'm, like, doing the maths in my head and starting to panic about, like, oh, my God. That's happened. I need to be dressed. My shit's over there. Like, I'm just, like, instantly my head is just exploding with new information. And then, like, there's a knock on the door. I'm so mortified. Miss Lodge? Yeah. Oh, we're here to move your rooms. Like, we're so sorry for all the inconvenience. And I'm, like, just mortified. And the guy comes in and, like. Hey, when he comes out, what are you wearing when he? So I like slipped my dress back on, yep. um, and like grabbed my, shoved everything into my handbag, and just like kind of ran out of the thing with him. Um, but he was, I grabbed the key to give, and he goes, "Oh no, no, like I'll come back and grab it." No, please no. And I was like, I "Don't come back to you now. It's fine." Yeah, but so she's like, "So don't touch anything," because like obviously. So I'm just like mortified, and by the time I fi- they finally fucking moved me, yeah. and the guy that came and got my bag is like this bitch again. Like, yeah, it seemed like I had been just the biggest fucking pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, you've called the publisher and be like, "Can you fucking tell these guys Ex- at the hotel this right? isn't fucking good enough? Who makes a single bed anymore?" And so I just felt like the biggest asshole, and then I had literally, like, destroyed the room in the five minutes that I'd been in there. Because the line was always big at the front, do you reckon someone else checked into that room, like, five minutes later? Well, I think so. But also because they were like, we don't really, I don't think we have any rooms. And I was like, well, you have at least two. Yeah. Because you put me in the single bedroom and now you put me in a king room. Um, But anyway, so... It was just, it was so embarrassing. Like, and I don't really embarrass very easily. Like, I can laugh most things off, but that was like, that was fucking specialist. Um, is it fair to say, so how scared are you of the situation in terms of, would you ever go back to that hotel? Um, like, would you want to show your face? I probably wouldn't go back to the hotel because of what happened. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but not you- even the poo. That, like, actually just the fact that, like, well, we don't have any rooms. And I was like, I'm literally willing to pay for it. Yep. But then also, yeah, if someone recognised me, they're probably like, there's a again, there's, there's a, photo a photo of me and it's- Mad <laughs> shitter. <laughs> but it says, so rude, only sleeps in a king bed. Like, <laughs> very oh. high maintenance. Very high maintenance. The highest oh. of maintenance. So, it was so fucking embarrassing. So we had this machine because I worked in a lot of hotels when I was at college and whatever. Yeah. And um, if people were smoking darts in the room, we had this machine that kind of like churned the air over. Oh, they hopefully they still have. I those. reckon they probably went. Oh. Uh, Carl, let's get the smoke machine. Oh, was yeah. someone smoking? No, but. There's a smoky hue in the yeah, air. Yeah, we're going to need it. Yeah. Oh, I felt so, literally the second- Someone stayed in that room. The second that she goes like, so don't touch anything, it was like the matrix, like everything just went slow <laughs> and like the world moved but I stayed still. <laughs> like it was just such an intense like- <laughs> Like it was like fucking inception. Like it slowed but. right down. It was- Honestly, just like this you cannot write that shit. Fucking- you know what I mean? Like- and well, then I, I couldn't because I'm not an author. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. My You Love to See It for the holidays is spending time with friends and family and remembering all of the experiences had and memories made. Tony and Ryan will be back on Monday, January 8th. Have a great day and bye for now.